Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. This is Nick. You can find us at hypercleanstore.com or the Hyperclean Specialist Group on Facebook. We have a great sale this weekend. We don't do a lot of sales throughout the year. Go enjoy our July 4th sale starting today when you're listening to this. Go save 15%. Everything, every purchase over $250 qualifies for a free Hyperclean t-shirt. Use code July 4 at checkout to get your 15%. And every purchase over $250 obviously is going to get a free Hyperclean t-shirt with their order. Make sure to put your size in at the bottom of the checkout. All right, guys, I'm going to make today very, very quick, and I'm going to make it very simple and something that I learned this week. So if you go to the Hyperclean Specialist Group, I posted a Mach-E Mustang 2022. Customers came in, terrific customers. Nothing I say today is towards them. They were awesome to work with, but I did learn something very important when dealing with them this week. So they needed some windshield protection film. They had replaced two windshields in the past 60 days. Their insurance was getting very touchy about it. So we used windshield protection film. But here's where the conversation gets very interesting. So when we talked to them, sitting down in my office, we needed to protect the paint. We ended up going with Sparta. It was a no-brainer for them. They're going to keep the vehicle long-term. But here was the interesting conversation. First of all, the conversation should have been about 10 minutes. It turns into 30 plus minutes. And here's why. And we're saying these things as a learning thing, not as a negative, as a positive when moving forward. So the husband's sitting down, the wife's sitting down, he's picking her up while she's dropping off her car that we're going to be working on. And he starts talking about a YouTube video that he watched. He goes, I was watching this guy, and he said I could put something on my car called a full front clip. Well, of course, he's talking about paint protection film. And he keeps referencing this video. So for about the first two to three minutes of the conversation, all I'm hearing about is this video. So when I get a chance, I say, thank you for telling me all that. I'll explain to you what I would do if this were my car. I want to remind you, I haven't seen the video. I don't know what, who the guy is or what the video was, but let me walk you through what I would do if, this was, if, if, if your car was my car. And so I do that. A couple minutes of discussing what I would do, he brings up the video again. There's an easy way to get frustrated when you hear this the second time. I'm not frustrated, but... I have to say to him again, hey, man, I haven't seen the video. And then he says something about the video. You know, I only have to protect a certain part of my hood. I don't need to protect all of my hood. I could do this partial thing. And I go, hey, man, we don't do that here. I don't believe in it. First of all, your whole hood can get rock chips, not just the first 12, 24 inches. Uh, also, you guys are keeping this long term. So you'll have a permanent line as that, as that PPF stays on the car. And, and protects the front and not protect the whole hood. You'll get this ugly line in the middle. You'll get a lot of debris in there. I go through all the negatives and why we don't believe in that. Also, I explained to him, look, you're saving a few hundred dollars. 
You're not saving thousands of dollars by doing that. I'm sure that wasn't said in the video, which he agreed. He also brings up a video a third time. And all I could really say at that point is, hey, man, I haven't seen the video you're talking about. I can't really comment on the video. I can just tell you how we do things here. Now, the thing I learned was he wasn't trying to be a know-it-all. And that's the easiest thing for us to think is this guy's just trying to be a know-it-all. Well, he wasn't. He was a very kind guy. His wife was great. They had no real issues except for they don't really know how to have a conversation with a service provider like myself or like you because guess what? They're telling you about this video that you haven't seen, that you haven't been a part of. And that makes a very, very bad way of communicating. Doesn't matter who you are. So as we get down to this, this is about 30 minutes. We get to working on the car. We get a plan for the car. And all is good. It's not a negative. But it is a learning experience. So I want to take you to something and relate it to something that came about in the 80s. The customer is always right. Well, here's what's funny. For 40 plus years now, that's done nothing but damage to businesses and the consumer. It was bad advice then. It's even worse advice now. And some dickhead named John in the IBM tower was over there saying, you know, it's a great idea. It wasn't a great idea because we know that some customers are jerks and some businesses are jerks and we're all fallible. We can all make a mistake. So to say that the customer is always right has never been true. But look at what it's done to the customer business relationship for the last 40 years. It's made it worse, not better. Now we have the modern day advice that people are being told. Go on the internet and educate yourself. You'll become a better customer. You'll understand what you're buying. That is the modern day. The customer's always right. The fact of the matter is, it's not even true a little bit. And let me give you some statistics. We know by all these studies that have been done on the employment market as a whole, as the business ownership market as a whole, that less than 10% of people are really excellent at what they do. That means the other 90% basically fall, the majority of them fall to average or below average at what they do. Now you can see why researching on the internet would be a problem. And it isn't hyper helpful to most consumers when buying a service like PPF or ceramic coating or whatever. We're scared to say this out loud. And I'm not saying this as a negative. I'm saying it as understand the chessboard, and this is part of it. So let's have the discussion. This guy was probably watching content from a person that knows very little about PPF. And if, if it happens to be a professional, he's not very good. Because I don't think great PPF installers are doing partial front ends. Sorry, there's all kinds of evidence that it's just not good for the car. So it is an elite person, in my opinion. There's a reason we don't do partial front ends. There's all kinds of damage. It's a bad experience. It's hard to maintain. There's all kinds of edges that get dirt and, and grime in them. It just doesn't look good. And to just do it right is not that big of a deal. But we get to this place where now the consumer's being told, 
go watch videos about the plumber you're going to hire. Okay, well, let's go to the employment numbers. 10% of people are great and experts in their field. So, what are the odds this guy coming into your shop or my shop talking about PPF magically watched the 10% that know what they're talking about? Hell, we've all seen TikTok content, YouTube content, Instagram content from professional detailers that is not very good. Not because the video's bad or whatever, but the information isn't good. TikTok is probably the wasteland of this right now. I don't care that people make content. It's their channel. They can do what they want. But let me give you, go back a few episodes here on the podcast where Marty and I talked about a very reputable YouTuber talking about cross-linking ceramic coating. Now, professional videos, sells detailing chemicals, should know better, looks like because of how they produce content that he does know better. Everything he said about ceramic coating was wrong. That doesn't make him a bad guy. But the reality is, all of the production around his videos, all of the things that are placing him as an expert, he isn't an expert on it at all. He basically was regurgitating what some ceramic coating company told him, and the chemistry just is a lie. It, we proved that on the episode in five sentences, stuff you could research yourself. Now, what we have to understand about content creators is when you have to put out 10, 20, 30, 40 hours a month onto your YouTube channel, you're just going to run your mouth. So let's say I'm Doug DeMuro or Tyler Hoover or Matt Farah or whatever, and I just got my car PPF, I'm going to talk about PPF. Those guys don't really know what they're talking about, but hey, man, I need to make some content. Here's what I just had done to my car. It, it all seems like it's not a big deal. And in the scheme of things, it isn't a big deal, except for the customers being told to go do their own research without being told the other part of it, which is 90 plus percent of the content is from somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about, or they know just enough to be dangerous, which isn't a good thing either. The learning thing for me is this isn't going away. Matter of fact, it's only going to speed up. As it's easier and easier to put out video content, there's only going to be more of it. Just like as the customer's always right, got out of the IBM building and magically went to every other company in the world, it just spread like a cancer. So you can't really fight it. You just have to work in the boundaries the best you can, and you got to do things the way you got to do things. And guess what? It is what it is. We are now in a world where the customer is in an extremely tough position, and we're all customers of somebody. But the reality is when it comes to detailing, most of the content on the internet, people don't know what they're talking about. And this isn't hating on those people. It's just a reality of the numbers. 10% of people are excellent at what they do and really know what they're talking about. And everyone else is pretty damn average or below average. And if they're making content, you're getting into a situation where as a customer, you don't know who to believe. But you're going to continue to watch it so you can sit in my office or your office and have a conversation and feel like you're educated. 
It's not something to be mad about. It's not something to even be frustrated about. It's just something I'm sharing to say, boys and girls, this isn't going anywhere. And as more and more people implore detailers to make content, it's only going to get worse because most detailers aren't excellent at what they do by the numbers. So what's the odds that customers are going to find those 10% of people on the internet? Hell, most detailers can't find the 10%, especially if they're just getting their start. They're just trying to find some information. So I'll share exactly what I continued to say, and maybe it'll help you in some small way to put it into your own words. Hey, man, I haven't seen the video. I haven't vetted the guy that gave you that information. Let me tell you what we do here at VR and move on. Because I'm not going to have an argument about a video, and I'm not going to have a back and forth about a video that I didn't see, that I didn't vet, that I don't even know. Now, halfway through the conversation, I knew the guy, whoever he watched, was giving bad information just on the partial hood part. That's a silly way. You're saving the guy a couple hundred bucks for a way worse product. There's no reason to even bring that up. So I already know he's not in the 10%, just by lucky guess. But let me tell you the truth about the internet and learning things. We all love YouTube and things and learning about subjects. I'm a guy that really loves to cook for his family, and I take a lot of pride in it. But let me give you a story in my own life. Two of our family friends are the top executive chefs on the Las Vegas Strip. We're in July 4th weekend. We're all going to be cooking out, barbecuing, family, friends. Great. I've watched countless hours of, of chefs, cooks, whatever, on YouTube. When you go to my buddy's house and you have a barbecue at their place, you're not on the same level. I don't care if you've watched a thousand hours like me of cooking videos on YouTube. You're not even halfway informed. Because when you eat their food, you go, yeah, this is different. Yeah, this is another level. And the guy that's actually helped me the most is this guy. I ended up learning the most about how to feed my family and have great meals in my house from a friend of mine. But I've still watched hundreds of hours, if not thousands of hours, of cooking videos on YouTube. But there's the difference. You come to my house, we're going to have a good barbecue. You go to their house, and all of a sudden, you can't believe you've ever eaten anything else because your food just doesn't taste like this. There's levels to all of this. And so what we have to learn in the detailing industry, if you're a professional listening to this or if you're DIY listening to this, that the world is telling consumers to get more and more educated through the internet. And I've never seen the consumer as confused and misinformed as I do right now. It's not something to get mad about. It's something to understand. It's checkers versus chess. The more things I understand and I can combat in my business and do a better job to help my customer, I'm playing chess. If I just get mad about this stuff and don't accept what it is, I'm playing checkers. You'd much rather be the guy on the chessboard. That's just the way that it is. So I don't share this as I had a negative experience. I didn't. They were terrific to deal with. They even bought an exceptional amount of hyperclean products to maintain their vehicles. This was nothing but a positive experience. But the learning part of it is what I'm sharing today. 
People are going to continue to go on the internet and think that they're getting educated when the fact of the matter is they really aren't. And in most cases, being misinformed, which is actually worse. Accept it. Do what you got to do. Become really good at getting people off the topic of what video they watched so you can have a conversation. And like I shared with my chefs, just because all of us watch videos on things that we're interested in, in no way, shape, or form makes us any closer to be an expert on the subject. Everybody enjoy your holiday weekend. Have some barbecue. And we'll talk to you next week.